1: At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. Oh, my word. Really, really terrible. Is that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Uh, no, Jerry. It's over. Here's a scary number. 11,400. That's how many vehicles were stolen in Virginia last year. But here's a better number. Three. Three simple tips to protect your ride. One, be afraid of the dark. Park in a safe, well-lit space. Two, bury your treasure. Hide valuables from passers-by. And three, protect your car before you go too far. Close your windows, block your doors, and take your keys with you. Need more tips? Visit heatreward.com slash prevention.
3: welcome back to another edition of that Mill Podcast. Today, you're joined by myself, Omer, and obviously Mickey. How you, doing, mate?
0: I'm not too bad, fellow. Not too bad at all.
3: Today, we're just going to chat over, obviously, the weekend, mate. Since we was last online, so to speak. You know, nil-nil draw, bringing an end to a little segment before the international break. I think it's probably a lot more to be spoken about with regards to the performance and an overall point of view. But I guess we'll go straight into a couple of voice notes we received over the weekend from regulars from the show.
4: Well, frankly, um, that's an hour and a half to two hours I'll never get back. I thought the team selection from the start was was wrong. I thought Smith was too isolated up front. Um, The formation that we were playing should have allowed us to go forward and press the opposition. Uh, Wednesday were shit as far as I was concerned, but we were just as shit. Um, I don't really understand how you can go from a performance such as Norwich and Preston to that today. Um, As far as I'm concerned, it was just basically bad management. Um, The team looked lacklustre, and I get that they have to play Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, but that's no different uh, for any other team in this division. So, frankly, I think that um, Gary Rowett and his coaching staff need to do better, not only in the way that they set the team up, but in the way and and the, the personnel that are involved um, in, in terms of matches. So uh, yeah, really, really disappointed, um, need to do better. And we're slipping down the league again.
5: This game annoyed me to absolutely no end. It took me a day or so to calm down. I thought it was, I don't know, a toothless, spineless performance. Uh, we just weren't at the races for long periods. A game that was there for the winning against a team that's struggling in the bottom part of the table. In fact, in even in the relegation zone, uh, we just showed nothing. We, For long, long periods, we just didn't look like scoring. And when we did, we just don't have that ability to actually take the chances that are coming our way open goals and head free headers inside the box and all kinds of things it was just an awful 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 performance really summed up <laughs> the mood of the country and anybody that thinks that two nil nil draws away from home in a week is a good thing, quite frankly, he needs to fuck off to Charlton where they belong.
0: Strong words and we know exactly who he was talking about there.
3: Neil Fizzler and Paul Turner, obviously, previous on the show last week, giving us a nice little minute review. So if anyone wants to contribute that, we'll be doing that going forward every Monday morning or Thursday morning, so to speak, after the midweek game, just to give you a little uh, opinion, a minute long, get in contact and we'll give you a number to send it over to um, yeah, <laughs> I can see what you're talking about there. Some strong words, to be fair, mate. I think a lot of it, this is a good thing about these minute reviews, because it's hard at the moment, you know, you, you, the heat at the moment, should I say, you're kind of in that position where you watch the game fold out. I mean, if anyone didn't see it Saturday, a nil-nil draw with Sheffield Wednesday. Side boyed by the good news. We spoke to Elliot from the opposition, so to speak, on Friday morning, and he gave us a breakdown of obviously what to expect. We both kind of admitted that we'd take a draw. So, I, with hindsight and at this point now, am I disappointed? I probably still am, to be fair, because it was the nature of the draw. A lot of mistakes, a lot of you know silly things happening. Players are not really on song. You got obviously a squad of players. You know the eleven goes out there. You want seven out of tens across the border. We probably got six out of tens across the border with a few four or five out of tens, which is obviously a disappointment, Mickey, isn't
5: it? Yeah.
0: Um, their team was bottom of the league. Their team were you know been struggling. Um, they got a win, like Elliot said last week, but they're still struggling. And really, and, and the former where we are, we should have spanked them. I think we posted at half time. Um, wow, well, that was shit. How boring. Um, in the second half, we were expecting, you know, in our group, um, between a few of us, we were expecting it to pick up. It didn't. Um, it was as if, you know, the players are knackered. Maybe, maybe they are. Maybe. Um, you know it's saturday tuesday saturday tuesday saturday tuesday is um is too much um with training and that involved it's too much but i don't know but they they definitely weren't at the races on uh on saturday and it was a, a, a definitely a massive disappointment really um the draw was, was definitely um no i mean a draw against norwich okay was a good result to be fair but a draw against Sheffield Wednesday, that's not a good result. That's that's you fucking scraped it because they come close a few times to look as if they were going to fucking punish us. I think Bart pulled off quite a few good saves. I think pretty much,
3: like I said personally, before the game, if you said to me, a draw but a good performance and maybe unlucky to win it, then yeah, of course I would have took that. I think it was, yeah, with the element of Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday, whatever you want to call it, I imagine a lot of teams are catching up with it. I, I was going into the game quite hopeful because obviously Bennett didn't start midweek. Leonard didn't start midweek. Um, Smith came into the sides, which is obviously everyone's been crying for for recent weeks' times. I mean, he didn't really grab any headlines, did he, on Saturday, I'm afraid. He missed, obviously, that good chance in the second half as well. And yeah, he just I mean, obviously not played a lot of games, so you could argue maybe he was a bit off the boil, lacking match practice, so to speak. But he didn't really take his opportunity, I don't think,
0: Saturday. I d- Matt Smith's so hot and cold one day he'll have a great game second day you know it'll be as if he's never played before in his fucking life Um, you know he's great when he does when he's on form and and he's on the money but when he's having a shocking day mate he's fucked I mean you know Jed looked completely off the ball too Um, I know obviously everywhere saying that he was sick not COVID related but he weren't well Um, but if he weren't well he shouldn't
3: have played I think he's um, probably one of those characters. They he said he's fit regardless, and obviously he's such a key player for us. So, but it does maybe open an eye to Brow It, it was good that he took him off, but then obviously at the time I was thinking, fair play, he took him off after a poor performance. But in reality, he took him off because he was not feeling great and not to scratch. But yeah, I agree with you. We didn't play terribly. I thought about it afterwards Saturday. I was thinking, cool, we've been shit here, but. When you look back on the, the stats and the chances we had, mate, we could have probably scored two goals another day. And if Bart kept had the clean sheet like he did, there would have been a two-nil away win. Yeah, maybe,
0: maybe, but he he, he wasn't his normal self. You could see he was lagging. He he, he just wasn't his normal self. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, maybe he needs to. You know, it's great to play for the team, but maybe he should just, if he's not well, get off. Don't don't play. Rest because got another game on Tuesday. We haven't now at the moment because obviously international break, but potentially we could have had a game on Tuesday and he could have been ill for that one as well. So um yeah. yeah. I think
3: the nature of the the way he is, I imagine he's probably going to throw himself into the you know into into anything really for the sake of the team, which he's obviously could, but like you said, maybe he needed to with a bit of hindsight step out. Mahoney came in in, in the second half and laid on that chance for Smith that we spoke about. Um, didn't do terribly to be fair but Again, it just, it just wasn't enough on the day. Even in the first half, mate, I think Rarit said after the game he was really annoyed at the players because he said, let's not play from the back. It was noticeable with like, like from goal kicks. There was no... Not, the centre-backs were going straight up the pitch, not coming short for the short pass or anything. But he was annoyed because he's sitting there watching them play and they're trying to play from the back when on the Friday when they're doing training, he's saying, we're not going to play from the back. We're going to try and get up and out them, so to speak, with Matt Smith off front. Bit silly, really.
0: Yep, yeah, I totally agree. Um and it's something what he's got to enforce to him, that he's the one who tells them what to do, not not the other way around. And if they're not playing now, he tells them to play, then he needs to stick a rocket on, because the problem is, this is probably the season, if, if any, that we have a strong position to be able to, to go up. There's a lot of shit teams in here. There's no real outstanding, you know, ex-prem teams as such, um, what would give us a worry, or the likes of Leeds, etc., cetera, et cetera, what are they? There's no one there. Um... You know, no Aston Villa, no Leeds, etc. And this is our chance. But if we don't start taking it now, then um, it's another year, another 10, another 5, another 10, another 15 years um, before we look at this promised land. Um, So it's in their hands. They've got to to understand that, you know, if they want it bad enough, then um, they've got to go for it. Maybe international break comes at a good time, like we said before.
3: I mean, if you look back on the block of seven games we've had, obviously the last defeat we had before the international break previous was Swansea. We've only lost two games a season, mate, which is something to be, you know, proud of, so to speak. If you said to me 12 points from seven before uh, before the Wickham game, I probably would have thought, not a bad return. I would have thought we'd lost a couple more games than we did. That's the reality of it, though. You know, you've got a couple of draws in there that... Maybe would have been turned into better results if we beat Barnsley without, you know, without that situation one-one draw. If we, you know, turned up on Saturday, I think if we want to be up there, like you're saying, I agree with you. You want to be turning 12 points from seven into 15 points from seven, and you know, not dropping many points along the way, so to speak. So, be interested. I think you know Troy Parrott getting called up to international duty for the 21s. What's your thoughts on that one, mate? It's interesting because obviously he's not playing any games. I was reading something on news at the where, You know, it's kind of agreed that he won't play more than 45 minutes but you'd kind of want him to stay at the training ground surely and be ready for us when he comes back, no?
0: We'd hope so but I suppose realistically the problem is that uh, he might have um, bonuses related to Tottenham in his contract which is um, tied to international call-ups. So, um, he could even have contracts with us what ties him up to extra money if he plays international. So, um, this country's going to get a call-up. I guess so. Uh, first and foremost.
3: I guess so. And I think he's playing for the 21s. If anything, he gets a bit of match practice, I suppose. You know, he gets a chance to get a run out before we come back. If we look at the next block of fixtures, mate, it's the big run-in now from between now and Christmas. You know, you've got something like, I think, 15 games or something silly in quick succession, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. We will obviously preview it more next week before the international break. But next game up, if you want a retaliation... The old manager, Neil Harris, coming to town. It's about time we kind of, you know, if we're going to come back and set a challenge to the players to kind of kick on, you look at obviously two home games in a week there with Cardiff and Reading. Hopefully we can, you know, with Troy Parrott back, like I said, obviously not hyping him too much because he's only 18, 19 years old. But the gauntlet has got to be laid down to the players now, hasn't it?
0: Yeah. Troy Parrott back. I mean, coming into December, this is where it's all going to, you know, shit or bust, December's a killer. There is so many fixtures in September, in December. It's unbelievable. I mean, we have got what well, Cardiff, Reading, and then Birmingham. Three hard games um, back to back. They're not going to be easy. And if you think that Neil's going to not want to win, um, then you're mad. He's going to, you know, he's in desperate need of the points too. So I think these three games, if we don't get our shit together going into December, where we've got an awful lot of games on the bounce. Our season potentially could be made or break, made or or broken, um, in this next month and a half. You've got eleven games in six,
3: just under six weeks. So, again, big demand. It'd be more chunky than obviously what we've had the previous. Where it's only seven games in this break. So, I'm hopeful, obviously, that you know we can get Parrot back, so if he can recover quicker than what's kind of touted. Obviously, the eight weeks. But I think with a torn calf muscle, you know, I'm not really holding at home for that one. So. It'll be interesting obviously once we get back i mean other news i was reading obviously we're keeping all the plaudits going with bart keeping clean sheets um he's obviously doing magic for us and saturday was no different obviously he's had a couple of errors so far this season which you know unlike him from last season but i can forgive him when he's pulling off four or five saves like he it is saturday so hopefully that can continue Actually, i don't know mate I, we're hard to beat but just not really creating much and that just seems to be the issue really and uh I don't know how much longer you know we're hard to beat but like I said the onus has now got to go on to the players to you know kick on and make us a better team going forward and we've been saying that now for probably four or five weeks now mate
0: Yep and <laughs> we need to just kick on I mean you look at you, you you know with everyone there but you look we're going into you look at the games you say 11 in in six weeks we're going Cardiff Reading Birmingham so Cardiff at home, Reading at home, Birmingham away, Blackburn away, Derby at home, Queen's Park Rangers at home, Middlesbrough away, Bristol City away, Nottingham Forest home, Boxing Day we've got Bournemouth away, and then um, three days later we got Watford at the den. Um, and then literally, what, two days later, three days later, you've got Coventry. The, the, and then there's another international break. So, you know, We've got some killer games lined up there mate Um, And literally All on Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday So where it goes Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday And then Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday Saturday, Tuesday Uh, Then we've got Saturday, Saturday So we've got between and Forest And Boxing Day we've got A week Mm -hmm. Where we've got no games as such Um, Obviously because of Christmas But those games are coming fast, um, and that's where all players need to be on. We need Troy back for at least half of those games. Um, definitely against Watford. Definitely against Bournemouth. Um, at the absolute minimum. In fact, you know, realistically, we could probably do with um, the other sick boy as well.
3: Uh, so <laughs> Yeah. You're looking at it, and obviously. They say normally you want to get on average two points per game. So, like, so to speak, 11 games, 33 points up for grabs. If you're on 22 points from the next 11 games, you're in the right position. So, seven wins, one draw, or six wins and a few draws along the way, then you're in the right position to kick on. So, if you think of it in, in that way, you know, if you think seven games from 11, you want to win there. Some hard games there, mate. You need to turn up just,
0: and you know, do the business. Just lift your rose-tinted glasses for a sec, Omar, and look <laughs> at those games and tell me... All right, let's 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 go through. Cardiff City, win, lose or draw?
3: Uh, I'd say a win at home. Okay. Reading, win, lose or draw? i um,
0: will take a draw because they're top of the league. Okay, so that's four points so far. Birmingham, win, lose or draw? i be looking for a win at Birmingham away. Right, so that's, what, six, seven points there, yeah? Blackburn, win, lose or draw? Blackburn away or home, sorry? Blackburn away. Draw. So, eight, eight in a minute. Derby County at home. Win. Really? They fucking done us up like it, it was last time in no, lockdown. But... So you're going for another win there, so that's 11 points. Mm-hmm. QPR at home. QPR at home? I'd want us to win that one as well. So we're on 14 points. Middlesbrough away.
3: Probably a draw. Warnock. Um, you know what I'm going to say now? I've not actually got a single loss in here, and I probably won't all the way through, to be honest, mate. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's
0: 15 points. and Forest at home.
3: Again, probably a win. You'd want to okay, win your so home games.
0: Eight. 18 points. Black, uh, Bournemouth away. Uh, probably a defeat on boxing day, though, though. All right. So we're still on 18 games. Watford at home? try and get the win 21 points (laughs) that's 21 points and then go on to coventry city before the before the break
3: another win 24 points from 33 we're going to get automatic promotion mate (laughs) okay
0: and uh, ladies and gentlemen if you follow the link in our profile at the end of the show you'll be able to buy those rose colored glasses same as omar has on right now
3: i don't Um, you know this is it like i I i'm come on
0: you the most, are the most optimistic. I'm and...
3: always so optimistic with how we play, mate. Honestly, I, and with Rari, he's gonna, you know, he's got two weeks to work at the training ground now. Not too many players off on international duty that are part of our key eleven, you could say. I would expect us to like, especially Cardiff at home, against your old manager. I really would expect a rocket to be up the arse with them that day. Like, I would think we come out the blocks and try and like, you know, shove it to him. Basically, I'm not gonna lie. And like, you've got to think how much longer. Are we going to sit there and let the drab performances go on? We've played 11 games, 10 goals. So only scored 10 goals. That's shocking.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. But I think, we're still look, there. We're still no, there. I, think, look, I don't think that we're not going to win games. I do. And I want us to win games. But realistically, the way we're playing at the minute, I don't know if we're going to win as many as you reckon we're going to win. Do you reckon maybe
3: getting... we need to change formation? So jump in there.
0: Definitely at home. I don't see the point of paying you know, like we do away, we play away, it seems to work. But playing at home, I think we just got to stick with traditions, you know, maybe the four-four-two or so will just, you know.
3: <sighs> I think Sahor yeah. is a big miss. I think he yeah, would have been. Definitely. The same with Parrot. how obviously in pre season he scored three or four goals. There's a bit Can of. Imagine those two up front. Yeah, that's it. And then, like, Sahor was signed because Parrot got injured, really, let's be honest. He obviously said he won one more, but if mm. Parrot was fit and playing, would we have signed Sahor and justified paying <laughs> the wages we're probably paying him? Probably not.
0: Be. Can so, you imagine Wallace, um, Wallace Bennett, and Minsahor um, and, and and Parrot up front? Lethal, right? I, that, that could I'd be like that. That would scare the life out of me. Coming into the the second part of the season, that could be an absolute great. Obviously, whether or not we get Sahor for longer than January, I don't know. Um, I we possibly
3: will now. Sooner and maybe has something to offer. Then maybe, but I think you like I said, we don't know how much money we're paying him. We can speculate as much as we want, but he's probably on a decent wedge, and we're probably paying a fair chunk of it for him to come on loan to us. So yeah, well, I mean
0: the rumor is that it's about seventeen grand. He's on forty grand a week, so we're paying seventeen exactly. grand of that allegedly. I mean, I've I've got no idea. Exactly. The one thing that annoyed me over the weekend, um, I don't know if you saw it as well. I mean, I don't, I'm not really a Facebook person, um, but there was a lot of these, you know, Millwall groups out there. What we're calling for Rowley out. Are They fucking for real. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Same I think, as some yeah. of these fan platforms who are saying, you know, oh, two draws are really good. It's not. It's not really good at all. Realistically, we should have got three points, and anything but three points at, at Sheffield Wednesday was um, disappointing. Um, yes, we got. You know, yes, we walked away with a point rather than a loss, but it was still disappointing. But to be calling cool, Rowley out a year in when actually he's probably doing a lot better than what we would be if we had Harris here. I think it's just
3: um, the nature of the performance Saturday, mate. That's what it is. It, it just left people feeling a bit, you know, you, we heard Neil, we heard from Paul, you know, like it's just, it, it left a shit feeling in your life. Like you're thinking, come on, Mill, you've got a nice draw against Norwich. You're playing the team that everyone kind of wants to see now. Yeah, but that's the way you we play that. though.
0: When we play shit teams, we get shit results. Mm-hmm. When we play top games and we're going, well, you know, top teams and we're going as the underdogs, then we fucking piss it all day long. Um, I've never, you know, it's one of those things when we were, we've never fucking understood it, never understood it in, in in my life. But, I don't know, you know, international break, we've got two weeks to find content, um, and then it's back to back to football. Um. Indeed. We've got a nice
3: little interview coming up this week, haven't we, mate? You've done a little bit with the proper blokes club?
0: Yes, mate. We've uh, got a show on after this one. Um, with have Scott, who's who's um, doing men's walking, really getting men talking about their mental health, um, which I think we don't talk about. I think there's a high suicide rate. I think men uh, traditionally just don't like talking about it. You know, we're you know, Neil's Neil's pushed on this um, before. We've obviously the testicle cancer that men as a whole, you know, will put up with it, um, and I think you know it's one of those things with mental health, if you just talk about it um, or in part realise that actually there's someone else going through the same thing as you or someone else who feels as low as you or, you know, and whatever it is, realise that it's not that bad, then it's a plus. Um, And we as a a show fully support the idea, mate, absolutely fully support him. 100%
3: and I look forward to seeing that later in the week. Um, We've also got a few bits for... Wednesday, haven't we? Remember
0: this day, the we? We've got... I mean, if you're not subscribed to the show yet, please do subscribe, more more so than anything um, this week. We wanted to do something to pay our respects to the armed forces in the Fallen, um, because we know of um, quite a few Millwall players um, and Millwall-related um, people um, who've died uh, over the years in World War One, World War Two. So we've got a very special show talking um about those people talking about the football battalion and um you know what these people did. We're also um probably too late if you're listening to it now, but we we've we put a couple of messages out across the boards to say to people that you know, if you've um got a family member who died in World War One, World War Two or another battle, then please let us know who and we're including in the show. Um, very special guest this week on Who Are You. Um, we're recording that uh, on Monday tonight, um, which is Danny O'Callaghan, um, big Millwall fan, uh, big local boy, and obviously his brother um, is the bench we've got at the Den now. So we'll be tapping on, on wider benches there for people who don't know. Uh, find out a bit about Lee as well. So uh, yeah, I think that would be a great show. And uh, the other remembrance show will be good, but yeah, we're slowly but surely moving. Um, and again, I know we say every week, but we're, um, we're slowly starting to get content done now for YouTube. So, I think um, if you are on YouTube or you know, you listen to YouTube, watch YouTube, um, start subscribing to us, uh, start having a look at our videos because, um, we are working on content probably. Um, it might be before Christmas might be it might be a couple of shows before Christmas but definitely after there'll be more and more content on there Anyhow Omar?
3: Indeed mate hopefully with a bit of luck we get a few bits out there that you know people like to see people like to be interested in you know statistical stuff on opposition bit of breakdown on games maybe and just you know kind of sit there and chew the mud over it so to speak so yeah there'll be definitely something to watch out for there and yeah obviously the voice notes edition into the show at the start of the game to, at the start of the episode today just if you've got 60 seconds after a game, we'll get a number out there soon. We're just waiting for the SIM card to turn up, to be honest. So then once that's in place, send over voice notes, good and bad. Just, you know, nothing too expletive, so to speak. But obviously, catch your raw emotion after the game because we all miss that. I miss kind of walking out the den on the Saturday at five o'clock, feeling like shit if we've lost and going to the pub. I equally miss it when we were joyous and we're playing a night afterwards. So, yeah, it's just good to capture that moment and kind of capture the raw emotion of it and the content Mickey's touched over there. So, watch this space, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, the voice notes, I mean, we're looking to, you know, 15, 20 minute shows. So, you know, half a dozen people who who can get in. Obviously, the more popular it gets, the more people we get, then great, we'll extend the show. But it's just a, an idea of really, because we're listening to our numbers are very, very strong in America and Australia from people who, Obviously, um, don't go. So, the more instant reactions we can get from people over here, and 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 I know we're not down to the ground at the minute, but if we can get those into a show, it just helps people, helps the guys listening over in America, uh, Australia, um, and, and France, and, and Norway. We seem to be getting quite big in now, but mm-hmm. I think I think we've got we've got some big names lined up coming. Um, We've got a brand new sign-in, uh, Neil Fizzler, which is, um, is taking us on, a, on a, a different route, which is going to be benefit for our listeners.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's exciting times, so I think you need to, you know, get on the train um, and, and join us for this journey. Um, and hopefully uh, we can do all the content and stuff what we want to hear and hopefully what you want to hear. Yeah, exciting times ahead, I think. Indeed, a lot more less nervous times ahead now than when we started in January. So um, yeah, we're finding our feet now.
3: Hundred percent. So I think that's covered everything for today, isn't it, mate? I don't think I have anything else to add.
0: Yourself? No, I don't think. All I say is look, we're we're going to do this show as as one show because it will make it into a block easy to listen to. And then um, we're doing the blokes uh, the blokes club interview, which we re- probably release the same sort of time as this one. Um, so there, so if you are listening to this don't stop this Uh, once we say bye, just leave it going and you'll kick straight into the, uh, into the bloke's interview. So uh, well worth listening to. And obviously don't forget to follow Scott. His details will be on that show. Um, Yeah, I'm done. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, Your, your listeners, uh, your listening uh, choices, very, very much appreciated. And uh, it's a pleasure to, to be able to speak to you all.
3: That's it. Check us out on Twitter as well. At that mill podcast. Also, drop us an email, thatmillpodcast.gmail.com. Leave a review. We had a couple of new reviews on Apple, didn't with the other day, so that was cool. Nice yeah, to see cool. them. So if you want to chuck anything in, be, feel free to do so. So we're going to sod off. See you lot later in the week. Thank you, as always, for listening to that Mill podcast. Mickey's got some posters to give away. So if you can give us a five-star review on Apple podcast or Spotify and send us over a screenshot of that on DM to Twitter or Instagram, Mickey will be in touch and we'll arrange some posters to be sent your way. Mill memorabilia, if you want to know more about it, then you best already do that five-star rating. So thank you, as always, and roll on the next
1: show. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from LecVio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, and with Lectio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lectio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at LecVio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about LECVIO. That's L-E-Q-B-I-O. Lower. Longer. LecVio.